Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Richard Beyer. Richard Beyer, founder and managing member of Integritas, has more than 40 years of diverse human resource management experience. As seasoned human resources executive, Rick formed Integritas in response to a demand for performance-enhancing, fully integrated human resources strategies for business challenges. From 2003 to 2012, he served as the Senior Vice President and Chief Human Resources Officer for J.E. Dunn Construction. J.E. Dunn Construction is a national contractor consistently ranked by Engineering News Record as one of the top general commercial building contractors in the United States. Well, good afternoon, Rick. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you. Absolutely. And and I appreciate it. Uh, you've, we've, again, you're, we talked about a little bit before we got hit the record button here, but um, you know you've done so many great things, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But but I just really really do appreciate your time tonight, and and uh, I almost want to call you Mr. Secretary for for a second there, but um, but we'll keep it we'll just keep it casual business here. So yeah, Rick sounds great to me. <laughs> so Rick, we're gonna we're gonna just jump right into the questions then and talk about your career in human resources. You were a senior executive. And you were the Secretary of Labor for the state of Kansas. You're an entrepreneur and now the founder and managing member of Integritas. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Well, Brian, I don't really have a secret, but I do have a meta purpose. And let me explain that by saying that um, early in my career, I experienced significant growth and success. And yet, I found myself feeling unfulfilled and asking the question, is this all there is at the age of about 26? And that gnawing question and feeling of emptiness moved me to look beyond the parameters of my job to reflect considerably on my mission and for whom it was that I was performing my work. And the meta purpose didn't emerge all at once, but over time, and with considerable prayer and reflection, I discovered a meta purpose, which was to perform my work unto the Lord as I served those in my sphere of influence. So my work became a ministry. And that higher order perspective on my career purpose reignited my passion for human resource management. It really put a lilt in my step, and it inspired me to perform elevated service by delivering or delving more deeply into the wide-ranging facets of human resource management. So continuing to learn new and better ways to serve my stakeholders. Over the years, my mission has become one of collaborating with organization leaders and employees to build magnificent organizations where people are well-placed where they are well-respected, well-treated, satisfied, engaged, mindful, and productive. And today, I do this by integrating the science of industrial and organizational psychology with the practice of human resource management. That's awesome. I love how, and I wish more people would do this, but you know, your story around uh, being 26 year old, years old and, you, and you're kind of figuring things out, well, gosh, 
this can't be all there is to life. Right. And, and I'm not fulfilled. So I love that story. And I'm glad you're continuing to do that in your, with your existing organization today. So thank you very, very much. And so we're going to switch gears to the pandemic a little bit uh, here, Rick, what was the single biggest business decision you had to make during that lockdown when everybody couldn't really get out in the community and, and how different is your business strategy today? Well, I think the biggest decision Brian was how do I remain productive and effective in what had become a largely remote environment? Um, said differently, how do I provide my portfolio of services, which includes teaching at Roosevelt University 500 miles from my office in Kansas City and performing organization consulting services and publishing research on topics related to my dissertation? when all of a sudden the environment has become remote. And so that was probably the biggest decision that I had to grapple with um, in this COVID period of time. So my, my strategy, business strategy is largely the same. However, the way I deliver my services is dramatically different. I am really uh, a person who likes to be present in organizations when I'm delivering services. That wasn't as possible in this last two and a half years or so. So I have been interacting with clients and my students via Zoom, Teams, WebEx, Blackboard, and using a great deal more PowerPoint, PDFs, Excel, email, Word. So the major difference for me, I think, is the way I do my work, and yet I have found sort of serendipitously that my productivity is greater because I spend less time commuting. I spend less time traveling on airplanes. I'm able to focus on my deliverables. And I think today, honestly, I'm meeting with clients all over the U.S. and not just the Midwest, as it was three years ago. And I'm actually interacting with clients worldwide that I don't think I would have had a chance to meet had it not been for the new way that we are working in this COVID environment and post-COVID environment. Thank you. I do appreciate your share, your perspective, and what you had experienced, but you're absolutely right. There there was actually some silver lining out of this pandemic, and that was a lot of the innovations that we are that are commonplace now were not just a couple of years ago, uh, and the fact that we can do our business virtually now is has made a big stride for a lot of businesses. So thank you for sharing. And Rick, just wanted to ask, possibly we're a technology platform, but uh, we talk to startup founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs from around the world as well. Are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your business? Maybe not. Maybe there's just a cool application or tool you found useful. Well, primarily, Brian, I'm, I'm leveraging technologies that are more established, but frequently underutilized in the human resource realm um, by integrating the science of biopsychology with the practice of HR management. So specifically, I use Hogan assessment technology for selection and coaching purposes. 
I use the statistical package for the social sciences, as well as the Hayes processing model to assess the potential mediational effects of variables I study in my pay equity research. I use the digitized version of the old Dictionary of Occupational Titles called ONET to not only write job descriptions and assess competencies, but to counsel people in terms of career career direction and and path. I use um, the Denison Culture Survey to assess the health or perhaps toxicity of cultures. And then I think through the, um, you know, through the university, I'm using Blackboard technology, a learning technology platform to teach students asynchronously from 500 miles away, which I wouldn't have thought would work very well, but it has worked famously. I'm, I'm becoming a big proponent of asynchronous learning. And then um, I'm even having some meetings uh, with business people in Budapest, Romania. And again, I don't think those meetings would even have occurred were it not for this um, sort of cataclysmic period that we've been going through now. I'm not using artificial intelligence and I'm not using machine learning. I'm not really using blockchain technology or NLP technology, but through the Executive Strategic Alliance, I'm gaining significant exposure to companies like yours, RecruitBot, you know, Talent Alpha, Scanta, and companies that are using all of these technologies plus augmented a virtual reality. And I think um, because of that strategic alliance connection, it is not unlikely that I'll make some forays into this newer technology over the next uh, several years. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing. I know that a lot of guests that have been on the show may not be directly in that tech space, but they are certainly being exposed more and more each day to some of this emerging tech and actually leveraging it. So thank you again. And and again, do appreciate your thoughts on this. So Rick, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career either in HR or entrepreneurship? Well, Brian, I think at least from my experience, uh, one of the most important things for me was to find my meta purpose, my raison d'etre to look beyond the job itself and to look up and find a larger purpose for doing what I was doing. And what that did for me, and I think what it would do for most anyone whose meta purpose might be different than mine, but that meta purpose I think is a key to exciting one's passion for serving his or her stakeholder, which I think inevitably leads to social entrepreneurship and a special brand of performance. Rick, thank you for sharing that. I certainly appreciate it. Again, I consider these gems and these gems will be shared with our global audience. So again, thank you. And Rick, last, you you bet. Last thing is it was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Appreciate the opportunity, Brian. Bye for now. 